Welcome to Living Social Justice Podcast, an initiative of Common Ground Church and Common Good, where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice. Our hope is that a growing number of Christ followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice, creating a groundswell of positive change in our society. Welcome to the Living Social Justice podcast. Uh, and in this podcast, we're exploring cross-cultural friendships. And in the studio today, we have Lucolo. Welcome back. It feels like you should get some frequent flyer miles on this podcast. Come on, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I always say you probably have no one else to speak to. I'm joking. I only have one friend on my, <laughs> on my phone. Yours on Just call that other black up. friend I have. I mean, my only one. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Thanks have, for having me. You know what? I do have black friends. You know that? Yes, yes, Everyone yes. Said that to and you. and it's just me but it's okay it's okay <laughs> so, so we're going to be talking about cross-cultural friendships yeah um you know when we talk about this topic about race racism race idolatry all of these big things we so many times we talk about how uh, true friendships not just token friendship but true friendships does something for our hearts and in us that we see things in ourselves that we don't uh, see just by being in a homogenous group yeah, um, yeah and many times when you talk to people and say you know how diverse is your universe and mm. you look at like what's your favorite band what's your favorite radio dj who's the author of the last book you read uh, who's your pastor who's your mm. life group leader you look at all these kind of diagnosis type questions and we we realize many times that we live in a in a bubble of people or a bubble of influence yeah. of people who are just like us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so one of the strong messages on this resource and on this podcast is build relationships with people who are different from you in some way. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, why would you say is having a diverse group of friends important for a Christ follower? Yeah, it shows you normal isn't normal. Mm. Um, and I think it allows you to um, experience God and humanity in its fullness. Mm. When I can be friends with Rich, who's totally different to me, has different family rhythms than me. You uh, do life holidays, uh, family very different to how I would have done it. Uh, it, it. It makes me appreciate Rich, but also it makes me be like, Yo, there's actually not one way of doing things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and actually, yo, yo, the same God that lives in Rich, the same God that lives in me. Though I I might disagree with how you're doing stuff. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff, but I think also it just allows you to be a lot more relatable. Mm. So I, I, I you you able to put on different hats at different times because I I've, I see how how rich is when I greet him mm. either with a handshake or with whatever you know so now I can go to different spaces and be able to relate with different people makes me winsome makes mm. me more approachable uh, makes me more likable mm. and people I, I can figure out what makes me be, be perceived differently because sometimes and especially in different you know cultures or different contexts if you don't do specific things you're seen as arrogant mm. if you don't see if you don't do specific things you're seen as being uptight or being raw you might making sense yeah. but actually if you live with different people in different contexts and you do life with them it makes you just be uh, more likable around people yeah. you know what I'm saying people, people, people want to be around you people because yeah. you've affirmed something in them and sometimes a lot of those affirmations are unspoken affirmations mm. so so like for like a weird thing is I never look my dad in the eye mm. 
but maybe when I'm speaking to you, if I'm always looking down, you'd probably see that as rude. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But actually, the more you are in different contexts with different people, different age gaps, yeah. uh, different races, different cultures, with different languages, yeah. you're able to wear these different hats, be around different people, affirm their beautiful humanity. Mm. I think that's the major thing. And I think the more you affirm people's humanity, you see the God in them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is so much more important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, as you're speaking, it reminded me of you know, what I imagine Jesus was like in first century Palestine. Oh, man. Uh, in, in the sense of like he was comfortable around the most diverse group of people. Yeah. The people yeah, who yeah, had yeah. kind of center of society and those who were on the fringes, those who were mm. kind of with power and those without power. Mm, mm. And somehow people wanted to be with him, even though he was comfortable in everywhere. Everyone was comfortable with him. Of course, he leaned in when, when there was sinful behavior and needed to confront. Like he yeah, did that unashamedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's this beautiful sense how attractive and how winsome and how approachable the son of God is hmm. and something of that image in, in all of us is to be demonstrated in, in our relationships yeah. um, but it's not oh, how do you maybe let me put words in your mouth yeah. is it easy is it challenging what, how would you describe building uh, relationships with people who are different from you just in your experience over the last say 10 years yo man like if you don't relate to the people that are different than you I think it, it's, it has something to do with how you see God and how you perceive God mm. more than it is it being difficult like following God is difficult, <laughs> but actually, if we follow God in His fullness, yeah, like then pursuing this must come out of a place of worshiping and seeing who God is. Mm. God is not just like one specific way; He's many different ways yeah. which make Him God. You mm. know, um, and so actually, if my places of influence always affirm my culture, my race, my religion. Um, my whatever mm. it, it means I see I don't see God in his fullness mm. um, and so I think a lot of this actually stems from our understanding of God yeah we um, <clears throat> see things purely based on preference we see things purely based look we make decisions sometimes we even go to the churches we go to because our friends go to those churches mm. Mm. Uh, and so that means we live in a sense of we want to please people more than please God. Yeah. You know, making sense. So all of the all of the decisions that we take are either like self beneficial or people beneficial. Or how are people going to see me? How's my family going to see me mm. if I go to this specific place or go? To, how are my friends going to see me? Uh, or the people that I like or the people that I want to be in my life are not going to like me because I've got people that are different from them. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think when you see God and you see him and you meet him and you taste him and you consistently see him and love him, mm. it's going to change how you see people and you're going to want to relate with different people. Yeah. And when you do it, it's not going to be like a project or something you do on a Saturday or like some project that you yeah. do or like uh, I'm, I'm going to have a dinner and I'm going to invite all the different people in my life. Actually, it's going to be something you're going to be consistently pursuing as yeah. you're pursuing God. God. Mm. And as you do that, it's going to be so hard, bro. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. Like, it's difficult for me. I'll be honest. Um, I, I don't know how honest I should be in the podcast, but maybe it's a <laughs> bit too honest. It's a bit too early to be honest. But it's it's super tricky mm. because you, you don't have like the sense of um, the cultural intelligence that's needed. Mm. You don't know how to act when you go to like a, a person's house who isn't your culture mm. or when they invite you you know what I'm saying like you don't know 
there's so many things you don't know if this person says we should go out do i pay the bill do i not mm. so like all of that stuff is is comp- is is so cultural but then mm. also you'd find that if i've gone out with maybe a friend let me use let me not use black and white let me say i went out with a friend that's vendor mm. right it's it's a culture that is not mine <clears throat> firstly i don't know his language I don't know his slang words. Mm. I don't know all the cultural nuances that he has. And number two, I've never probably been in a space when I've been in, in a, a space where there's a lot of vendor people. Mm. So when we interact and when we become friends, <clears throat> it's very awkward mm. because first his accent is awkward for me. It's nice. Mm. I appreciate his accent, but I'm struggling to to get it because I'm not used to it. Mm. So even that becomes so now you get tired of saying so what, like what what did you, <laughs> like what did you say? <laughs> um but actually what ends, what, what ends up happening these nuances, there's stuff that he says and stuff that he does that I am not sure of and I don't want to seem stupid. Mm. I don't want to wow. seem that I don't know. And so I act like I know. Mm. Um you know what I'm saying because I don't want to seem like I'm I'm intruding or I'm asking too much. Yeah. But then also there's some people who are super inquisitive who ask too much and then the person feels like 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 a kusha. Yeah, like I got to tell you everything. And like sometimes some some of the people don't even know or, or really care. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so how do you balance those worlds? So It is super hard, it is super difficult, but I think the God who created all of us will continually help us to make sure that we create spaces, environments and lives mm. where his full fullness and his full humanity can be able to come together. Yeah. Um under the community of loving Jesus yeah. and loving the God that made you. Mm. Um and I think that is so much more important because if we focus on the hardness and how hard it is, we are going to quit and we are we are not going to live sure. the lives that God has called us to live. Yeah. Um, So I mean what kind of advice would you give someone who's who's wanting to explore more uh, or pursue more intentionally friendships with people who are different from them in some way culturally age wise whatever um what advice how do you how do you get started i mean some people have yeah. tried and they've given us feedback and saying you know i tried and i just felt like i was token or i felt like i got burnt and i got misunderstood i was laughed at whatever they they've shared vulnerability and saying like i i i want to but i just don't know how like what would you say to them i think you don't i think you don't want to treat it as a project mm. but i think you do, you don't want to treat it as a project purely because a project usually has a start date and an end date sure so what happens is when you like i'm pursuing and people you know like some well people some well meaning people have tried to do this with me mm. and you see it because it's like the moment it comes with a start date and an end date it, it, there's so many signs that you see so what i would say to somebody who's wanting to pursue relationships with people that are different i'd say you 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 need to make sure that you are changing your whole life in a sense that is making you wanting to learn mm. so put your space put yourself in places and in spaces where you are learning by yourself mm. so let's say i'm wanting to have more colored friends as a black cosa man cosa man i'm wanting to have colored friends uh, and i've got this one colored friend of mine shame you know what i'm saying like who i'm really building with mm. and i was super intentional i want colored friends so i've I've pursued him as a friend uh, and i come to him with my million questions and i'm always you know like a million stuff and we and i'm and i'm over pursuing him like i want to do stuff with him all the time 
I am sure that he's going to feel a bit burdened. Mm. But imagine if I'm spending and, and placing myself in places where I'm getting to learn mm. about his culture, about his heritage, mm. um, or maybe putting myself in the place that he comes from, yeah. or, or, or actually intentionally having conversations with other people uh, that, are, that are colored. Mm. As a sense of actually, as I'm living my life, um, I'm... I'm intentionally pursuing yeah. to want to know more mm. I, I want to speak how he speaks mm. and I can't do that without one hour conversations all yeah. the time so I'm going to try to spend some more time with other people yeah. so that because I know when I'm speaking to him and I call him in a specific way it does something to him mm. and it doesn't take for him to tell me that but actually because I'm spending time with other people that are uh, you know particularly from his culture mm. I know that it will land well on him yeah. and, so I, and so I don't have like a start and an end date it's a lifelong process of wanting to grow wanting to i want to study the the cultural nuances and i want to be super open to weirdness mm. I, I think if we want to pursue this stuff we need to allow ourselves to be weird mm. so i remember a friend of mine was invited to a party the black guy is invited by uh, a white lady to a party and um and and so he asks me and he says um, and he was really trying to really figure some some of the stuff out. And so he's like, "Yo, I'm going to this. I'm going to this party." So I'm saying to him, "Are you sure?" And he says, "Yeah, I know. I'm sure." I'm like, "Cool, enjoy it." And so he goes to the party, and he comes back. He comes back a bit earlier than what he he had said he'd come. And so I'm saying, "So how was it?" He says, "I am never going to a white person's party <laughs> ever again." <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm saying, "Why?" You know what I'm saying? And he so he lists he lists all these things. Um, and I'm like, well, yeah, don't say never, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, you, you just got to lower your expectations next time. It's not, it's not how it's been done. You mm. know what I'm saying? Um, but actually, because he was in an environment and in a space where he was like one, or actually there were two black people, um, he, feel, he felt so out of space. Mm. And so everything around him in that, in that place, he was just awkward, he was weird, he was cringy. Him and, and, and this other person kind of sat alone the whole time. Oh. You know, they were kind of these like visitors or spectators. You know, everybody kind of knew each other. And I was like, yo, actually, I feel like if we, if we put ourselves in more positions and places like that mm. i feel like firstly we would rely on god a lot more number two we would have would we would be in we that would be the space where we learn the most yeah the places where it's weird it's uncomfortable mm. it's cringy the places where none of the people that you know go to mm. are the places where you will learn the most and yeah. you will grow the most. And if we put our pla our, ourselves in places like that, where we feel uncomfortable, we feel unsafe, we feel unappreciated, we feel like we don't know what to do, what to say, or how to do, I feel like actually that's where you'll learn and you will grow and you'll flourish the most. Yeah, I would encourage people to do that. But it's very hard, bro, because of our culture, and you know, we we center our lives around comfortability. Mm. We center our lives around Instagram, and uh, or center our lives around me telling my friends what I did. Yeah, and, you know, kind of, hey, so what did you do this weekend? Oh, I went to like a wine farm. What did you do? I, I went to like a tavern, a kailija. Mm. They'll be like, what? Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's awkward. Because actually we've embraced comfortability, we've embraced relaxation and recreation a lot more yeah. than actually affirming people's humanity. Mm. Actually saying like, are you saying the people that are there are not 
as cool and good enough as the people that went to the wine farm wow. because that's what you're saying yeah. you know what i'm saying um but actually no that's not but actually you know so I, I i would say long story long long a long thing short is put yourself in places where you feel so out of place mm. and i think you'll learn and you'll grow you need to like give yourself a pep talk <laughs> what kind of pep talk mm. Like if you were invited to that party, some example where you would be a distinct minority. Yo, bro. Like how would you, what would you coach your heart around? What would you say to yourself as you're getting ready, as you're going and as you're experiencing the weirdness? Yeah. What would, what would you say to other people? What's going on in your heart to help them know how to coach themselves? I'll say, I'm here to have fun. I'll say to myself, be open to conversations. Mm -hmm. So kind of set my posture right, uh, my body language. I want to be approachable or if I approach people, I want to be able to have conversations. And then I think number three is uh, embrace the awkwardness and the weirdness. Mm. Embrace it, yeah. embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. Um, yeah, I'll do that. So I just have fun. I think if you have fun, it starts becoming a lot more normal. Mm. And so now I'm dancing to music that I don't like, mm. that, like that I hate. I find it boring and weird. Mm. But now I'm actually going to have fun because I'm seeing people have fun. And so yeah. actually if I sit back, I am selling, I am telling these people that the music I love is much better than the music they listen to. <laughs> yeah. And the music I love is, is, is more superior and that they don't know what like real music is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so actually now, actually when I dance the music that I don't like, I'm affirming them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It means that I can step in in the environment and I can love them for who they are. Yeah. And this isn't just to white people, sometimes black people. Um, and so I think you, you need to say like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to step into that party and I'm going I'm to dance and I'm going to have fun with them mm -hmm. and I'm going to affirm them. And I'm not like, I don't have a thing that I want to leave there with like numbers and have people like call people my friends. Mm -hmm. But actually I'm just going to have fun. I'm gonna, I want to be open to conversations um, that people might have. And if they don't want to have conversations, at least I've tried. Yeah. The project is about me. It's not mm -hmm. about them. I'm not trying to get them to like me. I'm not trying to get them to accept me. This is about me because I have seen something about God. And so if I can't relate with people and I don't see people the way that God has sees, seen them, it means they, I've missed something about mm. who God is. Yeah. And so when I'm in those spaces, it's less about the people, but it's more about me. Yeah. What can I do? to show these people I love and I appreciate them? What can I do so we can have conversations and we can just relate? What mm. can I do to make sure that we can all have a good time? And then the last thing is, is just try not, um, embrace the awkwardness. It's gonna be awkward yeah. because now, I mean, I was at a wedding the other time, it was like an Afrikaans wedding. Everyone's speaking Afrikaans and it's awkward. Mm. Like it's awkward. It's awkward. <laughs> you know what I'm like, I, I don't know where to start or, or what, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, but I had to embrace that awkwardness and yeah. be like, you know what? Uh, when people be, you know, s finally see I'm black enough, they'll come and they'll try, hopefully change the language a little bit mm. and they'll, they'll all butcher my name and, <laughs> you know, they, they all whatever, but it's okay. I've, I've embraced that awkwardness. I've, I've yeah. embraced that moment in that time. Um, and I, I guess you just got to figure out your personality, yeah. your introvert, introvert, and, and how do you last and how long do you last in those, in those, mm. in those environments, but embrace it yeah, and take it and take it in. Um, 
Yeah, it's great. It's funny how you mentioned that awkwardness. I had uh, some Zambian friends around for supper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, put food on the table, and I was like, oh, help yourselves. And in, and in my culture, it's like you dish for the eldest female first, and then to the you, you, to, to your guests. You mm. always dish to the guests first, and then you go. There's a specific order that my mom you know, modeled for me growing up. That's the way mm. I socialized, the way I was brought mm. up. Mm. And they looked at me and were like, they can't dish first. No, no, the host must serve themselves first. And there was this, this moment, this, this like three second awkward pause. And I just remember saying, okay, time out, time out. Something's, something's happening here that we're missing each other. Yeah. It's like, how do yeah. we do this? And how, how do we do this? And, and we realized that there was no one way of serving dinner Come that on. would accommodate everybody at the table. Yeah. And we just, and once we realized that, it's like, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you, like it, but just by naming it, having the conversation, and uh, in some ways, um, recognizing, like being vulnerable, like in that moment, I was culturally... Um, insensitive mm. or unaware maybe mm. of just mm. I just didn't know yeah. how to honor my Zambian guests in a way that made them feel most at home in my home and so there's this curiosity as well that goes along with this I'm saying like well how would you do this and asking questions and uh, being ready to be wrong um, yeah. and oh, maybe not, maybe not even use the word like a moral word like right and wrong but be be willing to be found to be not yet fully aware yeah. uh, of saying yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something I've got to learn here there's something I've got to explore um, and having a curiosity about other cultures and like you're saying how do we honor the people in front of us how do we see God in them and all that God has for them yeah. um, but now we've been t- talking about things that are uh, fairly safe yeah you know so how do you dance what do you talk about at a party etc etc how do you engage when you have diverse groups of friends who perhaps believe different things to you about really hot topics contentious things emotive things something pops up in media and you know that if you share this particular view with them um, whether in person or perhaps on social media you you know you're going to prod them in a certain way how do you go about that sharing a view or to be true to who you are with groups of people that are perhaps going to probably or might push back against it yeah 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 i think i would firstly say i'm uh, my social media is probably like kind of um i love what happens on my social media because i've got different types of people mm. my friends and people that i've met who share very diff- different views especially mm. political views and religious views <clears throat> So I would say, you actually as a Christ follower, somebody who loves Jesus, um, uh, I think we're called to not just having specific people in our group who believe the exact same things we believe. Mm. I mean, that would be super awkward. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and I, actually, actually, I feel like we should be able to hold these tensions super well so that we could be able to represent Christ to all people yeah. and not just some people. Mm. And so I, I would say pursue relationships with people that don't believe what you believe not just religiously but even Mm. politically Mm. and what a beautiful and a good way to get them around the table as often as you can yeah at the beach or around for soccer or whatever um i I feel like i feel like christians should should be able to do that hold different views together um i think the reason why people struggle to hold different views together and or in terms of friendship groups is because they hold their views so highly mm. over than somebody else's mm. and i think what we should hold highly is people and not views mm. we hold what we believe about church or religion about 
politics, about the economy, about South Africa and the world more highly than we do about the people that are mm. right in front of us. Wow. Or we connect what they believe to them. What you believe is not who you are. Uh -huh. Who you are first is that you're made in the image of God. And I need to see that. I need to love that. And even mm. if I disagree with you and every inch of my being, <laughs> I must see your humanity. I yeah. must see that you are actually made by God, handpicked by God, made by God and chosen by God. Yeah. Um, and I, I would hate to throw people out because they don't believe mm. uh, what I believe. Yeah. And even if I hold a belief, even if I hold it um, very highly, Part of my strengths is belief. Mm. So, like, I'm a firm believer of belief. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but even if people don't believe what I believe, I think it's, we should be able to relate with yeah. them, love them, and and actually model a thing where we are able to disagree with one another. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine we disagreed about the latest political thing, but we can love one another yeah. and still be able to call each other friends. Yeah. I, that's beautiful yeah. because nobody has it all figured out. Yeah. Like even what I believe isn't, isn't what it is because mm. I, it could change two, mm. five minutes from now. Yeah. Um, like, like most things do, but actually I'd, I'd love for you to love me for, for who I am. Mm. And I hope that we could be able to do that yeah. with, with different people. And so how do you do that? I think you'd want to do that by first formulating. So what we've done, been super intentional about different people, not just race, but culturally age, mm. So at least I think with me and my friends, we disagree quite a lot, but we also agree quite a lot. Mm. Um, and so we are able to, uh, we're able to correct one another. We're able to call each other out. If, mm. I, if, I, if, I had, if I say something on social media, I'm not supposed to say I'm called out. If I say something to somebody and they're there, they will call me out. You, mm. you, you, you want those type yeah. of people. But also you want people that really um, love and honor people more than they do yeah. what they believe. And so I think if that's the main thing, your main thing is to learn as much as you can mm. to be able to expand your brain and not kind of tell people everything that you yeah. believe the whole time because yeah. I, find, I find that that's boring. And so if you want to do stuff with people, make sure that you agree on that. Mm. That like we, we are, we, yes, I want us to be on the same page about stuff, but actually our main thing is to love people, yeah. to hear their stories um, and to walk with them because yeah. people, people's views will change and people's beliefs will change. Mm. But you know, can you just like love these people and walk with them? Yeah. And it feels like in today's culture, it's so much antagonism and anger oh, and you get put into camps and you're saying call people like, toxic, every, call them whatever, whatever. All you've got to do is you've got to find out what's wrong with everybody on the other side yeah. of that particular If they're not line. politically correct or if they don't say the right words or use the right words, then, or, then like they're out. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm saying like, no, like, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I've, I've read the books and I've like whatever, 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 but we can't disqualify people. Mm like we could never disqualify people yeah and we've all done this i've done this i'm sure you have mm, i'm absolutely. sure you have. so i feel like, like we can't disqualify people because they don't have the right wording they're not there yet uh, i think our mission is to love people yeah and like be there for people and and serve them as much as we can and i'm sure like th through that place of love and serving them they will hopefully change but even if they don't mm. even if they don't like, yeah i think we're called to love them and it's a beautiful sense of it being a, a two-way relationship of uh, when you disagree with someone, you know, sometimes loving them looks like keeping quiet and sometimes loving them looks like 
confronting, rebuking, exhorting to use yeah. biblical language. Yes. And that discernment on when and where and especially what platform to use to bring those kind of challenges or those corrections. Because I know there's times that you've taken heat and taken flag and saying, oh, you should have gone much stronger on this topic when you were talking or, or writing on it. Sure. And then other people are like, no, I did, you know, you, you went too far. Yeah. Um, and then you layer in friendships into that and it just becomes a quite a tricky space to be in. It's almost easier to just keep quiet. Yes. So like, how do you remain true to who you are and what you believe whilst at the same time realizing that you're in personal friendship and relation these aren't just pixels on a screen of strangers you've never met yeah these are people you're these are people doing I know life with and love like how do we how do we walk that line I, you, you've been saying like it's, it's about love it's about uh, pursuing friendship and saying it's about uh, seeking the best for each other and not just wanting to convert them to your way of thinking what, what else would you say to people who are saying like I, I'm, I'm worried about cross-cultural friendships because you know I believe these political views these religious views and I'm you know I, I don't feel I could have that, a friendship with someone from that political party because I just I just don't think I could yeah what would you say anything to add to what you've said already yeah, I think it's. Um, I think it's about when somebody disagrees with me. I want to affirm what they're disagreeing. I want to say I've heard you. Mm. Mm. I've heard you. I respect that. Um, thanks for knowing that you can disagree with me. Mm. Thanks for being able to voice your thing out. Hey, hey, actually, you know what, Rich, you, you've said that. Please make sure that you are consistently doing that to me. Mm. Um, and you're not just agreeing with everything that I'm saying. I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear mm. feedback from you. And and, and as you saying that, um, I actually I I disagree with you on that and in that part uh, because I see it this way and that way. But I think we see things differently, and that's perfectly fine, and that's perfectly mm. okay. Done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think what what generally happens is that when we disagree, we we combine the person with their view. Yeah. Like we disqualify their view and the person. Mm. As he's saying, yo, actually, I value you. Um. Firstly, I just want to affirm. Thanks for disagreeing with me. Thanks for pointing that out. Um. And and it's okay to not be on the same page about this specific yeah. issue and this specific thing. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna die for this view right. of this specific thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I would say I personally do it and, and deal with it in that, in that way. There's friends of mine that like are, are very uncomfortable in the, in the current political climate with land and all these mm -hmm. amazing uh, things that they don't consider amazing. Um, but I'm like saying, it's okay to disagree. Can we agree to disagree? Mm. And I'm going to love you through that disagreeing. Mm. I'm going to love you through that disagreeing. I would hope that you'd love me through the disagreeing. Yeah. We don't have to see things eye to eye in the same way. But actually, you know what? That person teaches me so much than the person that I agree with. Mm. Because now I am sensitive in how I say it. Yeah. And I am sensitive in how I say it because now I know the person who I'm saying it to directly. So when I'm speaking about something that I know touches you or rubs you the wrong way, I'm not going to dilute my truth. Mm. I'm going to say my truth in a way that is sensitive, in a way that you can be able to connect with. Yeah. Because I know that I'm saying this to a person. Mm. So so much of what happens, especially on social media and in so many other places, we write stuff uh, because we 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 haven't connected what we're saying with people. Mm. So when I'm I'm writing whatever whatever I'm doing. 
even like as I'm speaking right here, there's people who I have in mind who I know will probably be listening to this podcast. Mm. Um, and so how I'm saying it, I, I want to make sure that I'm winsome to them. Mm. I don't want them to disengage. Uh, but even if they do, at least I've tried, I'm learning, I'm growing. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I don't want to be unloving. Mm. But unloving doesn't mean I don't speak the truth. Yeah. Unloving doesn't mean I diminish I diminish my truth or what I believe about specific things. Unloving doesn't mean I can blatantly disagree with you and say, I completely disagree with you. Mm. I think what you're saying is fault. Uh, it isn't true, uh, but I love you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm um, I would say? I would say that. But also, I think it is complex. It is complicated. And I think you need a lot of your own emotional intelligence, yeah. your own self-awareness and how you're doing this. And... Uh, bring uh, having people around you who are going to help you have the conversation yeah. don't do it alone have people around you who are helping you mm. and so I love the feedback of them saying what I'm saying is too soft yeah. and I love the feedback of saying it's too hard because I kind of want to be in the middle mm -hmm. like I would I would hope that I would rub each both people wrong the, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, both yeah. of them you know like Provoking kind of the wrong way reasons. yeah yeah because you kind of don't want to lead on one side and just the other side mm. you I, I, because life isn't like that yeah life isn't just kind of black and white and wrong or right mm. there's so many gray areas and i want to be kind of in the gray area but i'm yeah. processing and growing and so when somebody says i'm too soft i'm like okay cool. what can i do to make sure I'm not i'm too hard what can i do to make sure that i'm using different wording yeah to portray what I'm saying yeah. in, in the right way. Is that helpful? Absolutely, yeah. And you know, when uh, you think about different groups of people, I again, go back to thinking about Jesus. And in his 12 apostles, you have a zealot, someone who's <laughs> committed to overthrowing the system. And yeah, you have a tax yeah, yeah, collector yeah, yeah, yeah. who uh, was part of the system oppressing the Jewish people. I think also about uh, Jesus in the house of Simon the Pharisee and yeah. a woman caught in adultery, or a woman of, of, with the history of adultery coming in and weeping and, and washing Jesus. I mean, two, two people in Jesus' presence who couldn't be more opposite. Um, <laughs> more opposite in terms of kind of social standing in terms of morality in terms of different backgrounds way of seeing the world all of those kind of th things and somehow in the presence of jesus they they find something together but yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah i can imagine being jesus reclining and he's with these these pharisees and he's trying to reach these pharisees and bring truth to them and then this woman comes in and does something which was scandalous and controversial but have you ever been in a place when you with black friends or you've been with white friends and then another group of friends come in so you're with black friends and a group of white friends come in what going what's going through your mind like how are these guys going to interact with these how are these ladies going to uh, yeah, 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 yeah what goes in your heart and mind what what's what's some of the juiciness that goes so on tense bro it is, is as tense as it comes. Um, I would say to my black friends, if that's happening, yo, guys, uh, these are the type of people who are coming. Um, white people, hey, they're from whatever, whatever. Um, I, I just, just be aware and be sure that they probably believe this specific thing. Mm. And, or they probably, when they have, you know, supper or have, you know, whatever, Rise, they have them in this specific way. So just be accommodating. Mm. Um, just be aware. Don't 
don't laugh or whatever you know what i'm saying but i'm not saying like dumb down and and be like shy about mm. the whole thing but just be aware mm. that they do things a bit more differently and so i think you you want to create a space where people can truly be themselves yeah. but that they know that they need to be accommodative yeah so <clears throat> I, you know when i started being some of the friends that i'm meeting like some of them like uh Uh, vegan you know like all these words that i've never read now <laughs> yeah. now i'm seeing them and so now it's we're having this thing and we i have to be kind of accommodative yeah you know in our culture like you you it's very awkward just mm. vegan like you know so it's like all these things are very awkward to us and so now you you want to create a space where that person doesn't feel less human yes right but yeah. it doesn't mean that we we can't be like yo so <laughs> like how's life yeah without you know what i'm saying right without um, without some meat you you because you don't want the 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 accommodativeness to be like kind of they kind of push to the side mm. or shame like they special people you mm. know what i'm saying mm. and you can't speak or interrogate or question about what's kind of happening yeah. but the main thing is that we want to be able to affirm the humanity and affirm yeah. them but in that affirming we want us to be able to still chat about it and learn mm. without them feeling like they push to the side and they are special people yeah. they already feel out of place mm. you know what i'm saying and people we like we don't need to even like people people feel out of place they know when they're out of place without us not even doing anything mm. if you're a white person getting into place with black people like you you feel awkward like even when you take your next step you don't know how to take it mm. you know what i'm saying like should i pick up my phone should i not <laughs> like people are looking at me should i look at them back how do i greet how do i not right. greet yeah so they, there's all of those the world those vibes already um and so we want to create spaces that hopefully people can be accommodative yeah. without them not feeling like too special yeah like oh yeah they they're the special people yeah you know what i'm saying we want them to feel normal and yeah. human like we do mm. so i'd say if you're trying to do that create spaces around that yeah but doesn't mean stuff is out of limits like mm. chat about it you know and be like so how do you feel when is a white, white person coming into a black space yeah. you know how do you guys greet compared to how we greet mm. you know i'm saying oh i'm like okay I've, i've i've actually seen how you guys greet i actually like it i just i just don't think i can do it yeah those are just small little ways of affirming mm. um but also saying hey actually when we when we are in this space this is how we do it yeah you know what i'm saying and you don't have to do it but actually with time maybe you can yeah yeah so true and I, and i think of how weddings can often uh, make you more aware of different cultures yeah um, and so visiting or attending a wedding of a, of a different culture and i remember uh, a while ago attending a, a, a cross-cultural wedding so the bride and groom from different cultural groups and it was the most beautiful thing seeing because there, there isn't one way of doing a wedding right yeah. so one way of doing a reception yeah. there's so many different ways and everyone has their preferences and and so what was the most beautiful thing was the older generation just rolling with it from both both families from different cultures from completely other sides of cultural practices you know come on and dancing together and the way people sing when someone's coming up to do a speech it was just it was a beautiful thing and what what's really struck me was saying for their shared love of the couple mm. people were willing to be awkward and mm. move beyond the awkward to actually mm. embracing it and yeah. having fun yeah, yeah, and the yeah, celebration yeah. that we had it wasn't like oh now we're going to do this culture side of the wedding and then yeah. this point, the next hour is this culture saying we're going to mix it up and we're sure. going to have this beautiful thing but what was so central is that everyone was willing to try something different mm. for the sake of a couple yeah and i think in the kingdom of god we have that paradigm Come that on, for bro. the sake of 
King Jesus and his bride. But we get it wrong so often. Why? You're rich. I, I, I think it's because we have this, this pride that our way is the only way or the right way. Yeah, and the way. And so because I was grown up and saying this and is And we how consume you so much stuff from maybe the West and yeah. Europe. Yeah. That, 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 that feels awkward and weird. But, but I'd actually say this. Part of the, one of the main things that people need to be aware in terms of cross-cultural relationships or connections and even like age mm. and class. Yeah big big barriers I'd say you need to be aware of the power dynamics mm, mm. Um, that takes a lot of cultural awareness and you being aware of who you are Yeah. so if I am meeting somebody who's black and is Kosa and can't speak English mm. if I go there and I speak English to them mm. I have created a barrier that is very big mm. <clears throat> I need to be aware of the fact that if I'm speaking English English comes with its own power right right it speaks of maybe education. It speaks of a sense of, wow, then this person must be making money. Mm. And the person who's speaking closer and can't speak English, it's probably saying to them, I'm, I'm not good enough. Mm. I'm not good enough for this person to speak to me. Mm. Me speaking English might remind them of experiences when they couldn't be able to get a job because mm. of they can't speak English. They couldn't get specific income or people, yeah. or, or they were misunderstood. Mm. So now I need to be aware there's a power dynamic there. And so for us to, have a, to be able to have a relationship, I need to let go of that power mm. and diminish that power. Yeah. Uh, and not a sense of come down to their level. No, mm. it's not coming down to their level. It's about affirming their humanity. Yeah. So I'm going to speak closer with them. Mm. And we're going to speak. And I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's affirming their humanity. I'm not coming down to their level. I'm not like, you know, letting go. No, I'm not letting go of anything. I'm just actually affirming the humanity. Yes. Yeah. And so we, we want to be able to be able to do that. Mm. And so if it means learning a language, yes. Mm. If it means learning a couple of words and a greeting, do it. Yeah. And it's not coming down to their level. It's not trying to like speak to their heart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, no, it's about affirming them. Mm. It's about affirming them. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. We want to affirm them. Yeah. Um, there's different ways of saying that you are made and you are loved by God. And it's not a mistake that you are the way that you are. You speak the language that you speak. You have the culture that you have. You live where you live. Mm. And so uh, I know that life has been made in a way where you regret everything that has been made. Wow. You don't love being black. You don't love being closer or the culture that you're at. You don't love where you come from or the township mm. you come from. And the last thing I'd want to do is make you to feel that you are not enough. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do is whatever it takes, I'm going to affirm who you are. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm going to come save you out of the situation. I just want to affirm that you are made by God, loved by God, and he's made you to be everything that he has. Wow. And so I want to affirm that. Yeah. Do that. And that takes courage. Bro. It takes the attention of your own comforts and you use that word takes your attention off yourself and building yourself up and, and flips that around to saying what is it that God's doing here and what is it that I can release or what is it that I can be giving and yeah. and, and sowing uh, of what I am into the person that's and get that's it wrong me. as you do it mm. beautiful mm. Get, get it messed up as you do it and as you get it wrong and then you do it right and you don't do it you're going to lose people because people are like nah you don't you know you're trying to be you're trying too much that's okay yeah. continue mm. it's okay continue Yeah. your motive isn't to get black friends your motive is to worship God and to yeah. love God and to love his people and so the last thing isn't like you trying to seem like you're trying to do things you know with your black friends yeah no as yeah. you're worshiping as you are following god mm. you want to do things the way that he's done it and you want to affirm the people that he's made you want to love his people yeah. the way that he loves them 
And so that's why it isn't like a, a short little project. Yeah. And so it's not like for me, I'm going to feel bad be because I don't have enough, you know, white friends. Or I don't mm. have whatever friends. Or I don't have whatever friends or whatever friends. No. Like who, who God has given me, I bless that, but I am intentionally working super yeah. hard to make sure that I'm reaching people with a different class, reaching people different ages, reaching mm. people different ethnicities, languages, and cultures, and races Yeah, as I am living my life. And hopefully um, that will blossom and will grow into a phenomenal and a good relationship. Some of my good friends like now, uh, we spend some, some, some days with them, Asutu. Mm. And so now I'm learning the language mm. and I'm bad. <laughs> I'm horrible. You know what I'm saying? And just like how different they are and how they do things. It's awkward. Mm. But it's beautiful. Because it's not like I'm a project. Yeah. So that I can tell people, hey, I've got some Sutu friends. Mm. Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, good on you. I had a div- I've, I've got a diverse group of friends. And like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I think we should even leave that whole like, I've got a diverse group of friends. And I think we, we should be careful with how we phrase diversity mm. and some of the initiatives that we do around yeah. because those are all projects. Yeah. You know, and so we try frame. And, and so imagine I'm always, so I think we are intentional in, in bringing people that are not like us yeah. when we are having stuff. But for us, it's a continuous and a continual project. Yeah. It isn't one thing that we're going to ha- have every now and then. Mm, and mm. so even when we are planning time to go have fun and go away, every single time we are doing that, we are, I'm not doing that with just some of my close friends. Yeah. I am trying to intentionally bring in people that are not like me mm. consistently. Yeah. The issue that we have is that some of us will have like maybe things like, like a dinner and then like we'll invite people that are different from us. Yeah. But actually, when it's like a celebration or something fun, then it's back to normal. Mm. But then we feel like we've ticked the box right. because we have, oh yeah, at least we've had like, you know, there are two couples that are different mm, or two mm. people, you know, that are different from us. But actually, no, it has to be a consistent and a continual yeah. thing and not an every now and then thing. Sure. So what I'm hearing you saying is it's like it's not project but posture. It's it's all about how you hold yourself wherever you are. Um, any final thoughts that you want to share with our listeners about this this big topic, this complex and complicated topic? Or final thoughts from your side? Yeah, I mean, I would say that not all people are the same and people that even come from the same culture are not the same. Mm. So, like, Rich is totally different to another white person Mm. who might have grown up in Cape Town. Like, you guys are very different with two different hobbies. And so the worst thing I would... The worst thing that I can do is to think that all like all white yeah. males in your age group are like rich, yeah. like cycling and like all these weird things that you Watch guys crickets. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and so not not yeah, everyone yeah. is that same. And so the worst thing I can do is go to another white male and be like, so hey, so I, I um, how's the cycling today? Yeah, you, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's like what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think we need to be aware that people are very different, mm. um, come from different homes, with different hobbies or different personalities and we, we just want to see that we want to see the God in them and, yeah. and see how God has made them um, over then I'm trying to paint everybody kind of with the same brush yeah. um, but actually as I'm doing that you will end up seeing some of the cultural 
um, similarities, if yeah. I could say. Yeah. And sometimes you'll see some of the different nuances. Mm. Um, and so how things are different, like how I, I was raised is totally different to how some of my friends are raised. Mm. We're the same age, our parents were friends, our parents are both closer, but they're different, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so I think we, we need to be careful not to paint people with the same brush. Yeah. Um, and we, we need to run away from labels as much as we can. Mm. Um, and let's do this for life. Mm. Let's 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 do this for life. If you've got kids, like you want to do it in a specific because your your kids pick up more 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 than you do. Yeah. And you would hate for them to see it as a project. Right. You'd hate for them to see it as oh, okay, we have, you know, kind of colorful families, mm. so they say. Uh, or black you know, or, or families or, or families are different from us every now and then. But our normality is mm, mm. Uh, what we know, yeah. and so I think we, we need to be super careful of what we're doing in front of kids, right? Because uh, they they're picking it up. Yeah. My sisters came and visited me, and I, I was asking them somewhere around around some of these issues, and they they only fifteen and sixteen. And they are so aware of race. Mm. They are so aware of class and they're so aware of gender. Mm. And they are so aware of what my parents do. And they have told themselves not to do it that way. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's my, like my parents like are just living. They're just trying to do stuff as they're doing. But, um, you know, maybe hopefully they, if they did some stuff with us, a bit more intentionality, mm. uh, they did stuff a bit more consistently in a way where it's part of their life. Yeah. Um, it would it would show and result in totally different fruits yeah. for the people that are in and around them. And so I think we need to be intentional. Mm. We need to pursue this thing with everything that we have not for us to to seem like we've got it all figured out or we're trying to do a project but actually as we're pursuing god we want this to be we want our lives to to really show the glory of god and if if these people that, that are in and around us for them to see that yeah that hey how can you be like authentically white mm. and love yourself and but you you can still do this with black people yeah. or oh, you can be in that area with black people or oh, you can drink this type of or oh, you can eat that type of food mm. like wow you know what I'm saying yeah. like that, that I feel like that's super winsome yeah. and that says something about God mm -hmm. I would say that oh. what would you say because I feel like I've been speaking what would you say because I feel like it's also important as someone who's trying right I think we all are trying, by the way. Yeah, and, and, and you, you, you're not like that poor white trying to have some white friends. <laughs> we all are trying. <laughs> you know that poor white trying to have some black friends. Yeah, we all are trying. So how would how would you say? And what are some of your experiences? I know I'm not the podcast host, but we we just switch roles. We just switch swap roles. microphones. Here we go. Yes, and I got I, the hat. I, I think what for me has been helpful is to perpetually or more intentionally explore how people see and experience things so recently um within common good we had a heritage day lunch which was everyone can bring uh, or asked to bring something to share that represents their culture something sure. some food um and there was the widest range of food on those, that table i'm hungry um, and you know it's funny it was um my stomach's grumbling just remembering it and intentionally saying try something different yeah. so some people are conservative eaters and they eat what's familiar and, yes. and again from different cultures they're putting something on their plate i'm like i've never had that in my life before and that for them is their conservative dish and uh, my wife and i made baboti mm. and for us that's a regular dish in our home it's like at least once a month and it's just very normal and i saw someone from a different culture putting the smallest possible portion onto their plate because they'd never had it before and i went to her and said, are you enjoying and she's oh yeah it's nice it's okay have you, have you ever had it before and we're trying to explain it and i was so grateful 
that she was trying something for yes, my culture. I felt honored. I felt respected. Will she ever go out and buy it and get the recipe and make it herself? I don't know. Yeah. But in that moment, I was like, she tried something for my culture and I feel honored. Mm. And it was, uh, you spoke earlier about that power dynamic. I realized that that's, that's in there as well. Mm. Um, but I'm just so grateful she tried. And it was the first time I tried chicken feet and it was something different. Yes. I was like, I was looking forward to chicken Try feet. Try that stuff, my it. brother. Try it out. Mm. Um, I had mvubu, which is one of my favorites. And mm. I, it was the, oh, it was so, so good. Mm. Um, but it's something like the shared experience of food yes. is so common. Everyone loves to eat. Yeah. And, every, and what you realize is I grew up experiencing this is this is normal and so when you say wear your cultural dress or wear your cultural clothing to work on that day we're like well i'm just going to wear what i wear every day like because i'm part of the majority kind of uh, dress culture here yeah um but for many people i never would have thought Bobuti was that culturally uh secluded or isolated that someone mm. had never tried it before mm. i was like oh it's boring everyone's done it you know yeah but actually no uh, and so by talking about it exploring it finding things in common sport is another wonderful thing where you can build relationships around a shared interest yeah and do something together um talk about something that you have a, a shared love for um so i'm always on the lookout for someone that has a shared interest that you're building a, a common uh, experience yeah um and then it's, it isn't loaded with the hot topics of politics and sure. economics and all of those kind of sure. things. But you're talking about sure. the game or whatever it happens yeah. to be. Uh, and what you find as well in the season of life that I'm in, uh, talking about kids and those kinds of things and mm. what kids are doing at school often can build a bridge because kids of a similar age are experiencing different things across different schools. Mm. Uh, and so very quickly finding common ground to use that language and from there building that two-way relationship that, yeah. that and I love that language of using bridges. a project that you're saying this isn't a project, this is just doing life together. Yeah. Um, intentionally. Yeah. Because I think some of us, we try build relationships but we're not doing it intentionally yeah. enough. And I think they, 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 there has to be an intentionality. And I think it gets more tricky when you're in the workspace. Mm. Maybe if you're, you're a manager, you're leading a team, you're yeah. a team leader and there's you know there's some diverse people within the room yeah. i think you 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 first have a place to to try stuff and to fail yeah but th there has to be intentionality that mm. brings everybody together but also we can see our differences and we can marvel at that yeah you know like i, I want to see how different i am to you and marvel at the difference but actually let's 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 connect and see each other as human and let's love each other and part of that thing is that we, we need to create environments mm. where our differences can shine yeah like we can see it and we can celebrate it mm. but then we can still love each other yeah like we don't have to all speak nice and dress or dress a specific way eat yeah. food the way that we we know it no we can eat differently yeah. and we can celebrate i remember once i brought out some food actually at and i was i was at i was at work and someone's like oh man so much starch in your food <laughs> and i was like yeah i mean i, I was i was so i was in i was like oh well poor person they're missing out on some yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Um, no I don't have to share it you know what I'm saying <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, but, but then I was like ah oh, this person just makes me feel I was like oh, I don't, I, this person so you know I, how can you say something like that mm. this is this is my favorite food yeah you know what I'm saying and you just making it seem like I just feel less human. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so I, f I don't feel you respect me. I don't yeah. feel you love me. Mm. I don't feel you honor me as a partaker in this company and what we yeah. are doing. And so imagine we celebrate it, even those small things. Yeah. I think if we do, it will bring us closer together. Yeah.
I remember someone saying, uh, talking about whites only signs up in workplaces or, or, or environments where there's the people of different cultures, but yeah. the way things are done represents one dominant culture. Sure. And the, the question they ask, a diagnostic question, is what smells come out of the office kitchen? Yeah. Like, what are you smelling coming out of there? Mm. Is it all the same food mm. or is there actually someone's heating up their dish, heating up their leftovers and it's this beautiful curry uh, and the next person's coming with them, the next person's coming in with their green salad, the next person, the vegan, heat, do vegans heat up their, yes, heat up food and, and, uh, and, and, and they're all eating together and celebrating where there isn't a sense of this is better or worse than, it's just simply different. Yeah. Um, and the celebration of how we can, um, uh, we, we had someone drop off wonderfully and they, in their generosity wanting to serve our students in the Zanakanya network wanting mm. to s bring lunch and bringing a dish of key or, or a few quiches mm. and remember going oh man we've got we've got a road together some person is so generous in wanting to bless people with food but giving a dish that is so culturally kind of exclusive yes, that it yeah. takes someone a fair amount of effort to cross over the line and try yeah. something new and, and yeah. all the rest of it yeah. and it's like man we've got we've got we've got a road to walk where we can say okay what would best serve serve this group of people Big if I'm time. hosting or if I'm blessing or if I'm yeah. catering or whatever it happens to be it doesn't always have to be the same old same old yeah um, yeah. So we're, we're trying to figure out within Common Good when we hold, hold uh, our events uh, where we in, in different spheres is looking very carefully at what food are we putting on on mm, plates mm, uh, because it sends good. a message yeah, it sends yeah, a message yeah. of what is welcome not just who's welcome but what is welcome what is what is valued higher what is valued less um, because in our diversity we better honor God yeah. um, and how do we create spaces and opportunities for that diversity to be expressed not merely tolerated yeah I remember this one guy he speaks of when somebody brings an idea to a team always say wow uh, before you say how yes yeah um and i think maybe in our pursuit of diversity i think we need to say wow more mm. not oh i'm not gonna eat that it smells funny mm. uh, is that chicken feet yeah how do you eat that that was my question yeah, i genuinely didn't know yeah, yeah. to ask for advice so but actually this. just say wow yeah like you know how long does it take to cook this yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. don't like ask, you know, like questions that make it seem derogatory or whatever, mm. or make it seem bad, but like, wow, like, like, yo, just like, how did, how did you cook that? That's yeah. super, f I've never seen that before. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it just, it gives them more an inviting environment over yeah. than like you shunning it because mm. it makes you seem better. Yeah. That making sense. So, but as we do it, I think we, 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 Christ has to be the pursuit, the main, the main pursuit. As, mm. And I think as Christ is pursuing us, we need to pursue people with the same love and intentionality that he does consistently. Yeah. I'm not really getting hungry thinking Bless about up. all the food. I don't mm. know about you, um, but I'm so grateful for your contribution today. I, I'm, every time we chat, we, I learn. There's something you challenge me in. I, I know you keep, and I think when we stop recording, you're going to send me another podcast to listen to of somebody else that will help me grow in my faithfulness to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so grateful for your wisdom and your insights today. So, look, Paulo, thank you. Uh, trust you're blessed and looking forward to having Bro, you on the series that's the, again. That's the best like outro I've ever heard. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate uh, white people like you uh, and people in general who are consistently wanting to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think as black people, we are uh, wanting to grow as well. Mm -hmm. And I think we're all in the pursuit mm 
mm. of growing so that we can love God and love his people the best way that we possibly right. can. And so it's a consistent journey. And so I'm feeling with me, I've got the mic and I'm speaking. I'm probably going to change a lot of what I've said, mm. you know, in some ways or another, because I'm growing and I'm right. learning and yeah. I want to be on that journey of growing and learning. And I don't, I don't have it together mm. just because I'm black or whatever. Mm. We all have a part to play. Yeah. And I wish we could hold hands more, grow together more, disagree more, but love each other deeply and strongly. Mm. That's beautiful. So bless up. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, commongood.org.za, including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content, and volunteer opportunities. Bye for now.